Hello. Notes of pineapple. There you are. Pina colada or something in here? <laughs> yeah. play, there's nothing pineapple-y in here, is there? Mmm. <laughs> kind of reminds me of a pina colada. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, dude, this is actually good. Bro, it's really fucking good. This is good. I've had... <laughs> I've had... No, no. I, I've had Victor's. Uh, your mom or sister makes it? Well, yeah. I, I made it the last time. I made it for you, but under supervision. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. And... I've always he always brought for the holidays. I think Victor Pickle Vic has always brought his, but yours Nando is really good. From I get it from my guy Jose. Um, I met him at I met him at the karting track. Like I said, he's part of this this federation of coquito makers or whatever. Which I just he, discovered learned existed. Dude, today. exactly. <laughs> I, I I had the exact wow. same reaction. Now Nando, just just in case, wow. that particular microphone yes picks up is very sensitive, but only picks up if you're close to it. Okay. I'll be close. So if you want to... I watch enough uh, Rojogan to know. I, I got to be close to the mic. There you go. <laughs> and I, I hear you much better there. <laughs> uh, you want to finish, you wanna finish this off? Oh, yeah. Somebody... Kill it, man. It's all yours, brother. Mm. Mm-hmm. Didn't oh, I bring man. you a bottle of that stuff and you left it in your fridge for like a year? I had some. We had some. I opened so it. I the plum wine I, I, I bought him like years ago. <laughs> in the fridge. Oh, did I, did I tell you when I went to... Uh, when me and Ray and Tia went to Stephanie's house... Yep. She like she brought like he had like a bunch of stuff she brought back. I got a cool umbrella that's like a has like a samurai sword handle, and she gave me this huge bottle of sake. Wow, dude, that was this is excellent, excellent coquito. Right, it changed my life. Like I said, <laughs> I I've been drinking coquito for a very long time, and I, I was really looking for something to fill that void. And dude, this this is some of the best coquito I've ever fucking had. <laughs> like hands down. Like like I said, we bought a, we bought a case of twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wow. didn't even know what to do. We're like, we're like, we'll give them to some friends. We'll drink most of it. If we're just, good, we'll we'll be fine. <laughs> that is amazing stuff. Wait, man. a case of twelve of these. Beautiful. Yes, dude. That's a lot. And so, and so and so another guy in the carding <laughs> thing is a, a flavor chemist. So he has a pumpkin spice that he only does for for the month of November. Pumpkin wow. spice cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's life changing. I have only have two mm. bottles. Sorry, that's not going to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a done deal, dude. That is some it good sounds stuff. Delicious. This is a whole new world. <laughs> is he is he Puerto Rican or Dominican? He's Puerto Rican. Ah, there you go. Yeah, we. Jose. They always make the best coquitos, man. <laughs> always make the Same, best coquitos. I'm Puerto Rican Dominican as well, so yeah. I could drink this like Bro, a lot. And that's what I'm saying. You're like, is it strong? I'm like, you taste it like a faint hint, but it's yeah. something you enjoy. And yeah. like, I like that it's thick, like like viscous enough, because like it kind of makes it more of like an event for you. Like like it feels special. It yeah, mean, like, yeah. Like just it's a like a milkshake or yeah. something. It's like yeah. probably why I like it so much. It tastes like a milkshake with alcohol right? in it. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know <laughs> that you're drunk. <laughs> You'll know that this will make you drunk. Because <laughs> I noticed it, you don't put, there's no port wine anymore. She puts, her blend has like a rum and a bit of port wine. Mm. And so that port wine probably gives it a little bit of like sweetness or? I think so. You know? Because it, it, there's a red uh, a red tint to it. That's pretty cool. And uh, also I think uh, cinnamon, some uh, lemon yeah. zest goes in there. Uh, along I think with the that'd ice be cream. a nice little, little hint on yeah. that lemon zest. Yeah, I'm gonna. I got a coquito tasting next time, <laughs> dude. I want to check out this federation that they do, man. I want. I want to see what happens. Federation. I didn't know it was like dude, that legit. Seriously. Next time you bring all your federation guys who make coquito, and they will, <laughs> they will describe. Just, the ICF is running this wild. This is my family's blend. <laughs> we just line up a From few the flights. Old country. <laughs> I taste that. Flight, 
be and it could be like who's the winner of the king of coquito yeah. it could be like different different flavors like the pumpkin spice that you're saying it's really 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 cool uh, i, I want to see what he comes up with uh with next season that'd be awesome well thank you for bringing it nando it's very yeah. very delicious yes, as a treat wonderful. it was it was at the suggestion because i'm bad at like planning that stuff like birthdays any of that she's like oh why don't you bring some to your friends i was like that's a good <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> yeah, i brought it once to my office for the holiday party now they're begging me to bring more for it <laughs> i brought like three bottles and they killed them thank you again yeah. i think we're ready to start indeed are you ready for my intro ready? i need a bottle opener oh well <laughs> we could we could do that in a second because i was looking for straws and i can't find any straws oh oh, oh you oh, guess we're just gonna have to drink it regularly yeah we're just gonna have to drink it regularly all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> are we good yeah welcome 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 to another episode of nerd Spork presents a hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of not so random idiots talking about stuff stuff meaning comic books movies video games whatever we're here hello i am one of your hosts this is al how's everybody doing today in the interwebs and in nerd Spork studio right now Woo. Hello, hello, hello. Good. Yay. We drink it. So to my immediate uh, right, we have the president of the world. Voice ensemble. Jarrell. Jarrell, how's it going? I'm good. Did you enjoy that coquito? Oh, it was delicious. Delicious, scrumptious, very sweet. Chase it with a corona, but nobody's giving me a bottle of it. To Jarrell's immediate right, we have Nerd Spork Illustrator himself. Pickle Vic. Pickle Vic is in the house already feeling that coquito. I see it in his eyes. Feeling good. Feeling a little glazed over. Fantastic. Fantastic. You you didn't do this first and then go to the Audubon. (laughs) (laughs) His eyes are a little glazed. (laughs) Because I noticed they don't check for that. (laughs) Wow. It'll feel good. (laughs) And to Pickle Vic's immediate right, we have a guest today for a very special episode. We have Nando. How's it going, sir? What up? What up? What up? All right, we got a little clap for Nando. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. Nando Coquito Man. <laughs> that's not why he's here. He just brought us a treat. No. no, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only reason he's here now. Dude, I was in the area, and I, I just I, I had this bottle. And I just felt compelled. I, I, don't know. I don't know what it was. Thank, thank you for feeling you compelled. Oh yes. So one thank of the things boo- booze is with us. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nando, one of the things that uh, we like to do here is talk to sometimes. We don't have, always have guests, right? We always do other stuff. We get bored but, with each other after a while. <laughs> so, every on occasion, we bring in guests, but we like to bring in guests who are like passionate, quote unquote, nerdy about what they like to do as a hobby, as a career, as a whatever. And I love people talking about it with me because it, I don't do anything. <laughs> I, do, I do shit all day. I do, I do, I do crap all day, and I like absorbing the energy from other people because it helps me out. And I like to learn new things from these people because, especially if you talk to somebody, if you talk to somebody who's passionate about something, you can see it, you can feel yeah. it in their Definitely. voice. You know what I mean? And I absorb that energy too. You know, and that's kind of the things that I do. My my friends call me. I'm like a, a what do you call it? A social vampire. I love <laughs> taking people's energy because mm-hmm. it just makes me feel Isn't good that too. More like the Highlander. <laughs> the, the quickening I love enjoying the quickening <laughs> mind your head <laughs> it's, a, it's a drug it's a drug of mine so we met yeah. good friends here mm-hmm. 
Definitely. I wanted to ask you, what is it that you do? What is the thing that makes you nerdy? What is your passion? So my what is your- nerdiness is uh, is anything racing automotive related so i don't even know where to begin it all it all started when i was a kid you know video games and and the likes yeah anything racing drifting drag racing anything car related I, i've been in it i've uh you know raced the track at at you know multiple levels and uh we'll get into it we'll get into it there's there's a lot of stuff a lot of stories <laughs> Now, before we get it started, do, do you like the studio? Do you like Nurse Book Studio? Awesome, man. I like I like the uh, the posters you guys have up there. You got One Punch Man, I think. Dope. One Punch! Games here, too. Our little arcade yeah. system yeah. from 1UP. Vintage. <laughs> Retro. I, I just got a new one over there, uh, Marvel Superheroes. I got that on a deal. I'm going to definitely have to play that later. Dude, okay. Rampage. I haven't seen that in years. Like, I completely forgot that existed. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> Rampage is definitely addicting. So I'm happy you like the studio. So thank you yeah, for coming. Awesome. We love bringing guests over and having fun. Yes, that's my Darth Vader. That's my favorite Darth Vader poster right here at the bottom. Oh, wow. With the Anakin with the tear in his eye. That is a beautiful piece. My uncle gave that one to me. It's very, very, very nice picture. My favorite. That is a pretty dope picture too. Which I one? mean, he's looking down the barrel of a gun. Oh, uh, Rick Grimes <laughs> yeah, from Walking Dead. Rick Grimes. Carl. <laughs> Coral. 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 Get in the house, Coral. <laughs> oh man. So I'm glad you like the studio. I am glad you're here as our special guest. And then you mentioned racing. Now your overall hobby is racing. Is it just strictly? real life car racing like you get in a car and drive you also go on like video games you like video game racing what, what are we doing video games are uh are my bread and butter so uh that that encompasses anything from you know on the on the uh on the console level um i, I dabble with gran turismo here and there but primarily it's forza motorsport and uh that whole forza franchise you know the horizons which are you know essentially just the forza version of need for speed and then you also have a set of corsa uh i, I in terms of racing i, I do uh i do stuff on i racing uh a set of course of competizione which is technically the same but a different game and then for drifting forza for drifting our uh a set of course r factor for drifting drifting to me is something completely unlike any other motorsport racing is is very traditional right you you have a clear defined winner you have to race to get to the line in the shortest amount of time drifting is just pure buffoonery and (laughs) it's just it's it's it has no point you know it's it's they they uh they equate it to figure skating of motorsport essentially because it's it's a judged Uh, sport you know and the whole point is just to put on a good show as as, as much smoke and as much speed and as much angle as you can and uh if you can do all those things it's a phenomenal thing to see that's excellent Mm -hmm. stuff before i I always forget to say whenever i have a guest i have questions right here you have answers, hopefully. <laughs> Been away, man. But you already had. Where is the diamond? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been um, so, doing this? So, but my, you drift in real life, though. So I have, you, yeah. So, so uh, what car do you day, use for that? Yeah. Though? So, so back in the day, back in uh, the uh, the early 2010, so 2010, 2011, I had an RX8. You know, I I went to a drifter vendor too. It's super expensive going to the track, man. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting its car, you're putting your car through its paces, and things just inherently break. You know, uh, differentials, axles, you, you chew through wow. tires. Yeah, man, and it's it, it really racks up. And one of the things that I can really appreciate about sim racing in general is that is it, it gives you a little taste. It, it, it you know quenches your appetite uh, without 
breaking the bank. You know, sure you have a little initial investment if you want like a nice little sim rig. You know, you yeah, feel, yeah. Feel immersed and everything. Thrustmaster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. The fuck is a thrustmaster? But uh, but no, I've been I've been doing it for a very long time. So I first started getting really competitive uh, back on Forza One, Forza Two, which came out I think it was like 06, 07, 08. Um, so I was I was you know I was relatively young, 16, 17 years old, and I was you know around that age. And there's a community to this stuff, right? Where where people other other fellow tryhards that take the game seriously <laughs> kind of congregate. And uh, you know I really made my name for uh, made a name for myself uh, for a very long time on that on that franchise uh, to the point that in 2000. 2010, 2011, around that same time as I was drifting, I ended up starting my own team. That team has been going strong since 2011, and uh, you know many people in the community consider us the best team oh, wow. uh, on the game. I, I mean, uh, we're, we're taking championships, team events, everything like that, uh, and one of the things that I harp in is never really being satisfied. If you really apply yourself, you can achieve really great things, and uh, all it really takes is just some some consistency, uh, some dedication, and just, just focus, you know, clear everything out and just and just go out and have fun above all things because if it, if it comes easy and it's fun it, it's not going to feel like a chore but yeah and I, I think those are the basic rules and uh yeah we, we're we're going really strong we got a great team and uh only you know things happening and that's awesome do you enter like tournaments that have money prizes so that's so that's the next real realm so esports right now uh, like like as a whole are really coming up um and i think a lot of companies are starting to understand the marketing potential to to marketing to to you know let's be honest to, to younger people that when they do become of age especially in the, in the automotive industry they're more you know adept to want to buy their parts or whatever it may be you know because of some you know predisposed inclination that they have you know oh yeah they sponsored my favorite my favorite team but in terms of esports racing is, is still relatively new you know you have your f1 esports and uh, uh you know gran turismo has their their gt academy but drifting is kind of still relatively new as a motorsport in general i mean it, it really started around in the united states for that it is 2006 was really when when formula drift you know the 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 drifting series started in the united states but yeah so it's it's a huge marketing opportunity so now that i'm on staff um i can't i can't say too much but now that i'm on staff uh we have some big things coming for 2020 uh for forza motorsport we're looking to go down that route of having prizes you know at the end of every series you know we'll have like oh we'll give out a trophy or maybe some stickers you know some some cool little swag or whatnot but in terms of cash prizes nothing yet but we're working towards that you know because it it's a huge marketing opportunity. We yeah. have to capitalize. That is excellent. <laughs> I, for one, suck at racing car games. <laughs> Other than maybe Mario Kart, but this one over here, Jarrell, is like uh, the man at no. Mario Kart. Uh, I'm, I'm not really that great. Mario... Um does always, most of the always work. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mario, the Mario brother. <laughs> but Mar- um, our, our friend Mario always scrapes me in, in Mario. Yeah, her, her brother-in-law. I had a little bit too much coquito. But no, what, what I was gonna say is like like about video games in general, right? So so we're all we're all nerds like for video games here, right? But what's so crazy is like the world itself of video games is so diverse. Like me personally, I suck at pretty much 
all other video games if it's not <laughs> racing. Like, I have such a negative KD on like any Call of Duty. I'm, I'm absolute trash bags. But you put me behind a steering wheel and, and I come alive. Like, it doesn't matter what the game is. It, it's just it's just natural. And uh, nice. it's it's just one of those things. People people pick up on it. They, they put a lot of time towards it. And so uh, they pick up on these little subtle things, you know. And uh, But yeah, it's, it's crazy how diverse the video game world really is. I have another question for you there, Nando. So what drew you? I'm, I'm reading off a script here, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> what drew you to cars and racing? What, what's the thrill of it? Like other people, like for myself, I was into RPGs, like the Final Fantasies right. and action role playing, like uh, Zeldas and stuff. These guys here are probably like into their own things. What, what was what I was, was a Super Mario kid from way back? Yeah, you know, the platformers and stuff. Platformers and stuff. Yeah. I don't know that many people now, other than you now, who who really enjoy the racing. Like, what what, what was it that drew you so towards it? It started from a young age. You know, my dad had. He's, I wouldn't necessarily classify him like like a car guy, um, but you know, he watched a lot of NASCAR growing up. So I was I was watching a lot of like the Dale Earnhardt growing up and you know the Jeff Gordons you know in his prime and and that whole thing I always wanted to you know I would always end up like like drawing the cars on paper and I, I just always really liked cars I don't know what it was but from a young age like I always just really enjoyed it it just naturally progressed so so like any car game that came out for for you know your PlayStation Dreamcast whatever it was back in the day I would always ask my mom I gotta have it I gotta have it I gotta have it <laughs> and it, it just naturally progressed from there even to this day like even even mundane tasks of uh you know, driving to work, it's, I respect what, what driving is and, and I still find enjoyment of it. Even those, like I said, those mundane things of like driving to work or whatever. Um, it's enjoyable for me and, uh, it's, it's a way to, to relieve stress as well. Like I, I enjoy going on like, like drives, you know, me and, uh, me and my, my girlfriend, like if we're just, we're just chilling out. We're a little stressed or whatever. Oh, let's just go on like a 45 minute hour drive. Who cares where we're going? No, 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 no GPS, nothing. We just drive, just go anywhere. We haven't really gone before <laughs> and explore, you know, I am into driving as well. I find it very relaxing mm -hmm. to go on like a nice little, little trip here and there just to like get out oh thanks yeah. there you go straws you can see <laughs> amazing things on the road yeah anything anything i mean you have beautiful scenery like like uh we're right now in in uh the end of of november but uh at the beginning of the month and at the end of october dude leaf peeping season mm. like just driving out on mountains and just looking at all yeah, the leaf changing color stuff. dude it, it's gorgeous and and you start going into these mountain roads and stuff which i'll tell you about as well but uh but mountain roads are, are phenomenal seeing all the things out there all the, all the... <laughs> that is cool well, and <laughs> so one of the things we like to do here as a first time guest is, this is your idea <laughs> is to do a straw pedo. Andy, you've ever done a straw pedo before? No, I've never. All right. So here's the thing. You explained it to me. Vaguely. Well, vaguely what we do is we put a straw into a beer. Here's a Corona. There you go. You got your Corona. It's one of those bendy straws, right? So what you do is you take the straw and I'll show you. It's more of a visual thing. I'm not a, can someone open up my beer as I'm talking here? Oh, here, gotcha. I'm not very, I don't, I'm not very descriptive. Is that the right word to explain how this works? I'm not very clear how it goes, but I'll try my best. So what you do, oh, you take your bendy straw, you put it in. At the, where it bends, you're going to bend it around the tip get of the, uh, yeah, get some air there. You keep it, you keep it around your, you wrap your thumb around <laughs> the, uh, the exposed oh, area of the straw, right? But you don't squeeze it because you want, you want air. You want air to get in there. You want the air to get in there. So you got the idea. So you, when you go for the chug, you wrap your lips around it. Again, don't try to squeeze around the... Uh, <laughs> Right. So the idea is for it, there's no kind of like bottlenecking, let's say. And it's just straight. And it's just straight through, straight down. So you guys already started without me. So Jerome might be finished before everybody else because he's running with done. 
and I'm starting off from scratch here. This is something we like to do with our first time guests. We only have to do one because we had Coquito, so we're good. Thank you very much. Are you ready, Nando? Dude, I'm going to be honest from the line from the original Super Troopers. I got these little bird lips, man. I got to open them up. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Cheers. Thank you again, Nando, for coming. Let's do this. One, two, three, go. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> it makes your eyes water a little bit, Jesus. but you'll be good afterwards. <laughs> Nando's feeling it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we're ready to do this interview now. Let's do it. No. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to know? Where are the diamonds? <laughs> Where, are the di Where are the drugs going? <laughs> Where's the trigger? Where is it? So you do. Um, you you mentioned uh, drifting. You do a lot of yes. drifting. You do it on your, in your own personal car. So I used to. Um, but drifting is is again really. It's probably. Oh my god! Excuse me. This uh, this sharp. Uh, what do you call it again? Strawpedo. Strawpedo. <laughs> Jesus! Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> we swear here. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Um, but no, drifting is drifting is just ridiculously hard on all your drivetrain because one of the things that you have to do is I, I don't know if you any you guys or any of the listeners know, but in a manual car, right? You have your gas your brake, your clutch. Now, when you're when you're letting out, you know, your clutch to start moving, you know, you're you're essentially disengaging and 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 and, and engaging the your drivetrain to your engine, right? So when you are drifting, a lot of thing that you do is a lot of clutch kicks, right? Where you just stab that clutch pedal, hundred to a zero, hundred to a zero, and what that does is it shocks the drivetrain to keep the car sideways. I mean, think about it. When you have when you have like two, three, four hundred horsepower and a three thousand pound car that you're trying to move, and you have like a little disc that's maybe you know nine, ten inches in diameter, it's essentially just a glorified brake pad. Yeah. You're you're gonna break some stuff and wow. you know what i mean and it just it, it becomes so expensive especially on what car you have you know god forbid it's anything like german or anything you're never spending thousands dude it's german. insane Wow. You know? And what are, what are you driving now? I'm sorry. So right now, I have a 2014 uh, 370Z Nismo. I, I got the car because it's actually a really good chassis, and it's it's it was underrated, and I think people now are starting to appreciate what that car brings to the, well, brought to the table. Because it's a relatively unchanged car for about a decade. It came out in 2009, I believe it was, and they've had handful of revisions here and there. But the but the the platform itself, the the, the chassis and the, the engine combination has stayed the same for a decade but yeah it's it's a phenomenal car i've done some things here and there in terms of powertrain in terms of putting power to the ground i haven't done anything i, I have i'm lucky enough to have a hundred thousand mile warranty and being older now i can appreciate turning on that car every single day not having a doubt in your mind of whether or not it's going to start i've done enough of that as a teenager <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh but but in terms of like suspension and and you know putting where the rubber meets the road it's uh hundred like like thousands of dollars in that thing man I, i've got you know I, i've got control arms i i went just this past year i i really Realign my car five times, Jeez. trying to dial in like like the exact way I want the car to feel. Because suspension wow. geometry is a huge thing. Like you can you can really nerd out on suspension geometry. You know, pointing pointing the tires a little bit inwards, like like on the tops of the tire, gives you more lateral grip going around turn. Because when those when those wheels turn and the car loads, that tire is now straight up. You know what I mean? If you if you push the wheels forward a little bit and have and have you know the. the Caster angles, Ackerman angles, camber toe, all that stuff. I nerd out on all that. Dude, Matt, it is. It is. <laughs> Math is everywhere. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, it is. Oh, 
no. Yeah, you do need math. No, here's a quick interesting thing because I have a line. You know, I have a car. I mm-hmm. I go and get an alignment every once mm-hmm. in a while and everything. Rotate tires. You know, yeah. as normal you would no, do for yeah, a car. That's good. Do you go to a normal car place to do this and, and be like, ah, oh, I just want my my yes tires to be more no. inner because and of so-and-so? A lot of, what you have to realize is that a lot of these, like when you go to like a Mavis or, or like a Meineke or whatever it is, those are people that are either like uh, right out of like, like brand new techs that are really just trying to cut their teeth in the industry because you need to start somewhere. So a lot of those places won't actually want to mess with some of those intricate parts because I mean, dude, my control arms alone are like 1200 bucks. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like God forbid, God forbid. <laughs> Some, like, messing yeah, up your rig. 19 year old strips those bolts and i'm out 1200 but like are you serious i don't want to deal with that so you do have to have some trust and you you do have to ask around you know hey are you willing to work with this i have these parts are you willing to do this for me but once you find uh and i have i have a shop that does those things for me when i called up i remember i was i was calling uh shops in the area to see if they would be willing to work with me and when i told him what i had my setup and what i wanted to do he was like awesome we could really dial that in and i was like that's where i'm going man he's <laughs> down for the, he's down for the cause <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, and and it is like I said, so it's it's an initial investment up up front. You know, I mean, you're looking at like four or five hours worth of labor. You know, and that that right off the bat at like a hundred dollars an hour, looking at five hundred dollars just to do an alignment, right? That's crazy. But but as time goes on, you build up a rapport with those people, and it's like, ah, yeah, no, sure, don't worry about it. Come on in, throw them fifty bucks. Here you go. They're just doing a little little toe adjustment, nothing crazy, and send you on your way. You know. Um, but if you start doing more intricate stuff, then you, oh yeah, don't worry, uh, you gotta. But uh, but no, it, it's it's a it's a really it can get really intricate. It can get really into the weeds are you into it yourself like do you know how to do it like so so in terms of adjusting it yes if i had the tools at my disposal uh like like uh you know like a laser scanner where i or or even you know they have things on the market where you could do it with like a string and everything you know your wonder liner and they have a whole bunch of solutions in theory i know how to do it i've done it as well so so i was a uh, a tech for a short time uh right out of high school i went to lincoln tech uh institute because I, I thought i wanted to work on cars for the rest of my mm-hmm. life so so i know how to do it but it's just i'd rather just put and leave it to the professionals because they, they know what they're doing man, you know mm-hmm. and it's it's makes my life a whole lot easier i get to chill out yeah. you know <laughs> don't have to get my hands dirty i don't want to be dirty anymore you so know? what is the most intricate thing you or had your car worked on so it's it's difficult because for the really insane uh like like intricate stuff like uh like i've rebuilt a lot of motors and that's that's stripping it down to bare block taking out everything taking all your bearings you know taking putting in new pistons new rings and all that honing the block like let's say you know you take it to the machine shop or whatever i've done that and i i would rather do that myself and that that's a really intricate thing but uh but in terms of like it's usually things that require really specialty tools or or specialty machines like Mm -hmm. alignments is one thing or even like something like body work you know i I don't i don't know how to freaking paint <laughs> I'll assemble it though. I'll assemble it. I'll assemble it. But uh, but yeah, pretty much that. Its main thing is just uh, aligning it. Other than that, uh, me and and you know I have a close group of friends that are still in the industry, and uh, you know some of them have you know sh- uh, like like lifts at their house, and we'll just do it together, just do stuff on weekends. But it's really at that the really in depth stuff I do myself. That's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in terms of your car, I've, I'm not a, I'm not a car guy. You mentioned the name of the make and model of the car. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it is a Nissan 370Z Nismo. The Nismo is very important. The Nismo is very important. Even okay. though it doesn't actually do anything. I mean, it does do stuff, quote unquote, performance related. Just looks a lot cooler. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, it's like like the M of a car. Like, you know, I have your 3 Series, you know, your 325s, your 330s, but then you have like an M3. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the M3 of like the 370Z 
thing. Oh. How much did this car cost? So, dude, it's because it's so so, I like being responsible. That's one thing that I've I've really learned to appreciate as an adult is responsibility. And like like before that car, I had a Mercedes C sixty three. That was uh, basically it's a it's a five five hundred fifty horsepower. Like think of it, the German Mustang essentially. It's burly, doesn't really go around turns too well, makes a fantastic noise, and it just it just rocks you to your core. And I loved it. It was the car that I I really wanted since two thousand eight when it came out. But it's like meeting your hero. It, I had to get rid of it. it. It was just too much to maintain. All parts just cost so much money. But yeah, the 370Z, it's it's cheap, man. It, it, I cost, what, 30000 out the door with a 100,000 mile warranty? Mm. Can't beat that, man. Can't beat that with a bat. Now, if you had a choice of like a car, you're like your dream car. Money was you, not an issue. Money was not is, an issue. Is a genie, you got your genie. Genie got you the one. It's a one wish. Sorry. My genie's going to give one wishes. And it has. And, and in this scenario, it would be your car. What would be that car? So I know I'm going to get flamed for this by people. So, so I told I told a couple people in the uh, the community like, hey, I'm doing this podcast. I'll let you guys know when it's live. But yes, I thank have, you. Tell yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. share, subscribe. Definitely. Definitely. I have <laughs> We, we are, you know, definitely 100%. But no, it, a lot of people in the community, like like real car guys, what they'll tell you is, oh, I want, you know, a car from like the 90s or something really analog, something that, that you really feel connected to the road. <laughs> but for me, I really like the brand new uh, Porsche Caymans, the, uh, the, the GT4. It's basically a car not too much bigger than mine. But yeah, it's just a phenomenal platform. Like that car has been praised for one of the most, like the best handling cars on the market right now. It doesn't have too much horsepower, but it's just a, a nice small sports car that you can feel connected to because a lot of cars now everything is just very gimmicky with all the electronics like that's one of the main reasons why i don't have like the car that i have there's not many electronics in there it feels like a car from like 2003 honestly that that's one thing that i like i, I don't like where the whole industry is going towards you know putting computers and everything and all cars these are driving themselves now no yeah and, and it's cool you know i i so my friend has a tesla and i i love it dude i really want a tesla model x dude like that car is awesome but let's be honest with ourselves man in seven years would you want to buy that car secondhand would you want to buy that car after it has like 80, 100,000 miles? Be the third <laughs> owner of it. Have some random dude named Jeff working on it. You don't know with the quality of his work. Like, come on, man. Who really wants to work on these cars that are coming out now? They're throwaways. Mm -hmm. after, after you're the first or second owner, you don't want to be a third, fourth, fifth owner of that thing, dude. Mm -hmm. Who knows what happened in that car? And then all those parts, like headlights now are like pff, 14, 15, $1,600 for headlights because there's these bi Xenon, HID, LED, intricate. And those things blind you on the road. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have these guys behind me. I can't see. Nothing. Nothing. Are you blind? Oh my it's, god! There's no fog out here. <laughs> oh. Oh. But I'm going blind because you're you got your these zero <laughs> lights. Imagine I've got, me. Like, I've got like just the regular old school headlights. Yeah. That came with the car. What's wrong with it? You know, everybody everybody wants to make these things so intricate, and it's just like, oh well, you know, they last longer. You know, these have like ten thousand light hours. Yeah, fantastic. But we got to freaking replace, and they cost like an arm and a leg. What happens to spending six dollars on a light bulb? Yeah. I'd rather do that. Like, <laughs> like hello? <laughs> like, geez, over engineering things for the sake of over engineering. Yeah. That that car that you mentioned, what year yeah. what year is oh, it? Oh, so so me, I kinda like the uh, the ones where uh that first came out like 2016s, but they just had a new iteration, uh 2019 or 2020 was the model year where they they took the motor from oh god, I, I hope I'm correct here, but I think it's from the GT3 and it's it's turboed, I believe. Yeah, I think it's turboed and it's uh it's a lot faster they added i think it's like 80 horsepower the first one was i think at like 380 now this one's around 450 
or something like that to the wheels. Another thing is too, I don't like a lot of horsepower. On the road in terms of practicality, I think a lot of horsepower is just redundant. You can't do anything. You get in trouble. You step on the yeah, gas. Right. Yeah. Dude, seriously. Dude, like I said, I had that C63. It had, it had like 500 some odd horsepower. And it's just like on a highway, cruising at like 60 miles an hour, you step on the gas for like a second or two. Dude, you're doing like 90, 100 miles an hour. Oh like, God. yeah, dude. Like nothing. Like nothing. Passing people is fun. You know, being 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 that being that dick on the road that's just like <laughs> that was <Yeah. laughs> that was you <laughs> you <laughs> oh my gosh I man. knew it the stories on the road man the stories on the road I always thought for for me personally one of my favorite cars if I what if I was ever given like a dream car of mine yeah. my I have two but my main one is was it a sixteen nine nineteen sixty nine Camaro Ooh, black classic. those classic muscle cars it's a beautiful car man I always wanted if I had it my way if I was like rich enough and I was a car guy like yourself there Nando I I would definitely just have it try to get it made it put it back together my dad is good with cars too the whole resto process yeah yeah restoring it would be nice it would be beautiful unfortunately those cars is like far and few between the fine and and people who do have them probably don't want to give them up kind of thing or what would give it up for like a lot of money they collect their pieces now the other car that i would always like to get uh would be i'm a huge transformer fan Okay. I don't know if you knew that. These guys We're do. Not getting you Optimus Prime. No. <laughs> <laughs> getting you a truck that but I always wanted as a car. I don't know if you know Jazz from the G1 Transformers. He was a Porsche. Oh, was he? He was a white Porsche. That's what he turned it transformed into. And I always wanted. If I had it my way, I would have it built to look exactly like Jazz <laughs> cool, from dude. G1. Have the Autobot symbol in the front. His number. Dude. From there are the a lot of ri- that original do that cartoon, with like the whole Bumblebee thing and the Camaros now, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, dude, it's a really cool thing because you know what? It has that sentimental value, and that's something that that I really think is important. Like being being into cars, I think that you spend a lot of time in your car, and the same way that that you know you do all these things to your house and you want it to look nice and everything. I feel that there should be an emotional connection with the car that you drive because you spend so much time in it. You should be able to get out of your car, look back, and be like. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> you know, and I, I like that. You know, and I appreciate that. Even, even, uh, even my girlfriend. You know, we were we were looking at cars, and even though she has an SUV, we were looking at different SUVs in the market and what what really you know looks the best and what feels the best. And you know, she's got her, she's got her nice car now, her little her little SUV. But even still, like, dude, it's a really nice looking nice looking truck, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there should be that emotional connection. All right, all right, just between you and me, it's not going to go any further than this podcast. Have you drifted in that bad boy? <laughs> Tell me you off the record. Off off the record. Off the record. Off so record. so let me let me let me preface this. Let me let me let me no, no, he's he's like Dom Toretto in real life. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. So so as you may know, so so like you said, we we've had conversations before, we talked and stuff, yeah. and uh one of the things that I'm really into now is uh is toge. So toge is in Japanese, it's a Japanese it's it means uh, essentially like like the pass, right? And what they do is it's mountain passes where where you have like a little section or whatever in whatever mountain in your local prefecture <laughs> and uh and and you guys go there you know after work or whatever or late at night and and you guys just just hit the mountain you know it's very it's a feeling unlike any other because it's so quiet up 
there, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you guys are just chilling out, and you guys, you know, you guys are obviously bullshitting and everything. But it's so quiet when everything gets quiet. You, all you hear, like, you know, the 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 crickets chirping. You hear animals and whatnot. You look up, you see the stars because there's no light noise. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> and um, and you're just out there with your boys, man. Just just making mountain passes. But uh, so we have this mountain, and uh, I won't say where it is because if it gets out, you know, <laughs> area, we don't want we don't want it to too, be too, too many hot. people. Too yeah, people. exactly, exactly. Too people crowded. are starting to catch on during the day, like in the weekends, and it's really giving like like people that hit the mountain a, a bad name because they're going out there and just being fucking hooligans, man. You know, going into turns way too uh, way too quick, beaching their car into the bushes and in, in the trees and whatnot. And then you know during the day on weekends you have cyclists out there, people that are hiking. That's a it's a no, bad dangerous. yeah. You don't yeah no you don't <laughs> do that. You know, like when we go out, we go out strictly Monday Thursday. We start at 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 minimum 10 p.m. at minimum, and uh, we go well into the night. You know, one two o'clock in the morning. There's no one out there, and uh, we usually split up. Half the group goes to one end of the road. Half the uh, half the group stays at the other end. And uh, we have walkie talkies. So if uh, we see a car coming, hey guys, just watch out. There's a car coming. But one thing that I do like about the walkie talkies is it feels like an Xbox party almost. <laughs> like, like you're following someone. Is that all you got, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> we call each other Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah i have it's turned into a hentai <laughs> after a bottle of coquito <laughs> we get back to the original question yeah i have taken that car on the uh on the mountain uh i remember oh when, shit you didn't have to answer that i thought we were drifting from yeah, that question no, 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 no. I, I, it was it was oh, i had to i had to preface i had to preface and uh. so uh and so yeah i was i was going out for a drive like uh my girlfriend she was out doing something and uh and i had her car because i was waiting for her to be done and i was like oh you know what kill time i got an hour and a half let me just hit the mountain once or twice you know just drive it just drive it Mm -hmm. and i saw my friend like one of one of the guys in the click (laughs) and uh he was in his car and he was going by the other way i flipped the ue on it i start chasing him in this like 400 4500 pound 5000 pound suv and i'm bowling across this mountain making a true hit the brakes were blue they were cherrying it was insane (laughs) all right yeah she knew i went fast I i told her i went fast i didn't tell it to what extent so there's there's levels to it you know you measure so so in the car in the in the cold car community right like like when you're when you're measuring how like oh like what what pace are we gonna go at? oh we'll go at like six tenths we'll go at six seven tenths you know 60 70 percent i was going like a full nine tenths bro like i was almost full tilt you know what i mean yeah but i told her i was going like a six tenth <laughs> flip over it to the six to nine there you go Lamau. <laughs> Lamau. <laughs> How many? <laughs> don't worry. Don't that. worry. Hey, Nando, I'll edit it. Oh, <laughs> I'll edit it. I'll edit it. Your secret safe with me. <laughs> I'll edit it. No, I won't. I won't. I'm not gonna edit oh it. Oh my gosh. It's staying on. It's staying. On. <laughs> what? No, I have another question. Talk to me. Uh, talk Victor, to me. you had a question? Oh no, no. Oh, oh dream yeah. Cars. What about you guys? Do you have a dream car? Yeah, Pickle Vic. Car guy. Um, I, I'm actually no, more of a video game guy than a car guy. I don't really know cars. My dad didn't really have a big interest in cars but i i have uh i i bought a vr headset and i was looking up you know what what are the best games for vr right now well that was a few months back but anyway um somebody said project cars 2 and i was like i've i've had like maybe one motor i don't don't know i think horizon something game that came with my xbox yeah probably horizon 3 yeah Yeah, a, a while ago and i played it like maybe once i was not so good and and i didn't i don't really know cars that well so i played it once it's okay the physics and were trash. um 
<laughs> but but I thought that maybe since I I know how to drive that if I had like an immersive experience in VR that I would really get something like cool out of it, right? Yeah, drive so, in real life. <laughs> so you know, without you know, but I, I can drive. What are you talking about? So. So I brought I brought well, I brought Project Cars two. I thought I, I might be able to play with um, a regular Xbox controller or something, but this car is like I mean this game is so like realistic. You have to buy a wheel unless uh, there was a possible way. But I, I think uh, when I, when I was researching, you had to buy like a wheel that it's it supports it or it's supported by the game. So then I went out of my you know I I, I bought a, a Thrustmaster something. It wasn't like the oh, most expensive man. one. <laughs> was it was it the red four five eight wheel? Uh, I don't even remember the 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 one, but it did have that uh, automatic like uh, resistance on it. Oh, it did. So, so it was yeah. a force feedback wheel. Yeah, force oh, feedback. Good. It had force feedback. Um, so I I bought it. I had like the little stick for, for the shifter. Yeah, the shifter, and and then I tried to play it, but I, I don't know how to I don't know how to drive stick. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to learn. I don't know how to drive stick. So, like, so when I bought it, like I noticed the next time I was driving with Alex, he was driving stick. I was like, hey Alex. <laughs> and I was how like, you drive stick. Show me the ropes here, bud. Show me the ropes. <laughs> I'm trying to like learn so that I could play this game <laughs> and get something out of it. My, my There's no tutorial in the game? <laughs> <laughs> No man, and and I, I I would I would drive I would get like driving and then like start moving a stick around and and I don't know you know uh, I guess you're shifting gears and going faster and stuff like that but I couldn't figure out how to uh, back up so <laughs> so when I hit a wall I just be there like drunk. just yes, I gotta restart reset reset exactly <laughs> so I was like man. And I want to play the game more, but my wife, like, she she really gets on me when I pull out all, all this these gaming things. She's like, otaku. And like, she gets mad because she's like, uh, every time I finish playing, she wants me to put it right away. And then, you know, it's like, it's like you have to unscrew things. You got to put it all out of sight. And it's a process. It is. So, I, you know, I played it. I played it like maybe once and then I haven't put it back up again yet. And then, and then when I do again, I'll probably have to like look up how to like set the <laughs> reset it up and, and you know, all that stuff. It's like, have you tried plugging it in yet? <laughs> <laughs> I plugged it in, but you have to like, you have to like set it so that it resembles the cockpit or something like that in your car so that when you're reaching in virtual reality, the, the stick is where it's yeah. supposed to be. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I do want to like learn how to do that just <laughs> it's, like, that's, it's that's, like you really have to learn how to drive a car <laughs> well so, so that's that's what's really cool about sim racing is especially yeah. with vr is uh a lot of these a lot of these these sim uh racers so so you know your set of courses your i racings and you know your your gran turismos and stuff like that they have spent so much time and and r d in getting the physics just right that uh your these sims now can really help you with becoming a better driver in real life because what happens is is the force feedback is a, is a wonderful tool because it exaggerates little things in the wheel. And so what happens is when you actually go into a real car, that stuff translates because the physics are, are you know, as close as we can get it right now uh, to real life so that you're expecting something. 
you're expecting to feel something in your in your hands and when it when you feel that slight just give you're like oh I know what's gonna happen here <laughs> and you can correct and you can correct accordingly but yeah I, I think sims are a huge way to improve your lap times you know and become a better driver what you about you it. what about you what pickle vang pickle car oh the ecto one one <laughs> <laughs> he wants a hearse 59 59 Cadillac Miller meter amb ambulance all tricked out oh my god that little that little station wagon was it has a big ass Oh you drive that thing around though, you get respect. Is that the <laughs> Ghostbusters car? The Ghostbusters car. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew it. You asked Dream Car, I'm telling you. I've, I've always liked the look of a Ferrari, like a red Ferrari. Oh, yes. Uh, nice just cars. a red Ferrari. I, I don't really know anything about horsepower or carports, but just the look of a red Ferrari is just... Uh, it looks sweet. You know, exactly. And that, I, think, I think you touch on something really important there. So so very few... Everything, you know? no, but, but very few car manufacturers can make a car beautiful. But what makes Ferrari special is that they make very striking cars. Like, they leave an impact on you. You, know? yes, you, you get an yes. impression. But, like, it's really hard to make something that, that everybody can like. I mean, Aston Martin has been doing it for years. They make beautiful, fantastic cars. But uh, Ferrari, I, I'm a huge Ferrari guy. <laughs> right. So, Nando, another question Talk. for you. Talk so, me. you mentioned drifting. You, you did it in your girlfriend's car. <laughs> <laughs> You do it in your own car. You said you go with people, uh, with a bunch of your friends into yes. mountains. Give me a story. What, what was like the most exciting drifting thing that you've done? So, so, <laughs> so uh, if my, my friend, uh, my friend Jordy ever hears this back in the day when I did have that RX-8, um, one of the things that I really loved doing was driving in the snow with the, with the rear wheel drive car. Because even though it's hard to get grip in the front, if you're going into a turn and, uh, and you pitch it a little bit, like, like you get it to oversteer first, you'll be able to steer the car with your throttle inputs right like oh hey i need to turn more let me give it a little bit of throttle here get the car to oversteer a little bit more oh i need to come out of this turn let me let me back off and start unwinding the wheel so we were living in jersey city at this point and i, I hit up my friend uh my friend jordy and i'm like yo dude you want to go driving right now he's like, like bro it's, it's snowing out man what do you mean i was like bro you don't got to do anything it's fine i'll come pick you up and uh you know we only we only lived about eight minutes away from each other on a, on a nice day it took me about 30 to get there in the snow right but once i get it we go to this this giant open lot a lot of like shipping containers and everything huge parking lots right okay completely see everything so we're going we have the like literally this is i don't even know how big this parking lot was it was massive right make a long story short we're sliding around you know doing donuts doing figure eights whatever you know trying to trying to get like close to to, to quote-unquote clipping points and i managed to almost hit the one wall in this giant fucking oh parking lot. i was God. so <laughs> close dude i was so close literally car was perpendicular to the wall oh, and at the very last God. second I, I caught what I think is probably like a dry patch and it just frip, just put me away from the wall. It's like, oh Lucky. my God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because even drifting at like at like six, uh, six seven miles an hour in the snow, it, it gives you like four minutes to react, you know? And even when your adrenaline's pumping, you already feel like you have a couple minutes to react to those things, but even even slower. Like I was like, oh dude, what the hell am I gonna do here? Thinking about it, talking to him. Should I go on the gas? Should I break? Ah, I don't know, let's try it. And then it finally reacts. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Lo and behold, that's why I got this car now. <laughs> so, so, the the crazy stories like in the car industry, they have to do with cops. That's, that's the main thing. Oh. <laughs> I've had many speeding tickets. I've had many a run-in with La Policia. Um, so one of the stories that really come to mind. It's all right. It happened a long time ago. I can't. I can't get in trouble for it. <laughs> statute pass. Statute. No, statute no, pass. Don't worry, Nando. I'll edit this out. <laughs> I love that face. Yeah, I'll edit this out. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit so this so out. I was uh, 
I was at my friend. I was at my friend's house, and uh, I'm chilling out at the stoplight, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, at this four-way intersection. Going perpendicular to me is essentially what is like a main road, but it's you know just a two-lane, just one uh, yellow, one lane, yellow, uh, two lanes, uh, the two two lines, and then another lane. Right. I was really big into the Honda game. Right. I was one of those Honda kids. I, I really that's where I, that's where I learned, man. You know, and they're cheap. They're like Legos. So. <laughs> We all grew up with Hondas. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 going by me at like 60, 70 miles an hour, like like while I'm at this light, it's like a little like red accord or whatever. And he and I was like, yeah, I wanna <laughs> I wanna do stuff. So I just go ahead, downshift, just boom, right, and I start chasing him, right? So I, I start coming up close to him, you hear him downshift. So and he starts going, right? So I was like, oh, here we go. And uh, so his car, his probably going at about 120, 130 at this point. Oh, I forgot the most Jesus important part of the Christ. story. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot the most I forgot the most important part of the story. I don't go I past like 65. Him. I passed him because his car was slow. So I, had to, I had to get in there. I had to get in there. I had to get in there. So I, I go over the double yellow to pass him, right? And so we're still booking up going, like I said, 120, 130, whatever it was, two sheriffs. Oh no. You see them slam on their brakes, lights, everything. Turn flip a Yui. This guy behind me turns off his turns off his headlights. And so I make that right. So essentially for the people, for the viewers at home, right? I'm bowling at 130, right? At this point, this is a 30 mile an hour road. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. You do it is. not let off that throttle at that point. You do not. That's like almost a fel that's a felony. That's reckless. <laughs> and so and So you so, kept going. So, oh, so I God. kept going. That because you didn't want to break the law. Because stopping now would be illegal. <laughs> it's only illegal if you get caught. Uh, <laughs> and so, and he's so like, "Fuck it, off. let's and do so, this." And so the road, the road splits right where where essentially you can make a right to go onto another like kind of main road or or continue straight. He continues straight, and I pull off onto this road. And what's cool about it is is it's kind of like like a, to go onto this road is kind of like an off ramp, you know. So you have a nice little right hand turn. So I hit that thing maybe like 80, 90 miles an hour. Oh my so, God. <laughs> just scourging top through it, you know, bouncing and everything. Cause I, I didn't know what the hell suspension was. And, you know, I thought I was cool by slamming my car to the ground. And uh, anyways, I pull into this guy's house, right? The, that's the first house I see, right? Well, it was like an apartment complex. So I pull into this apartment complex, the house thing, townhouses, whatever it was. I turn off my car and I just go and I walk into someone's backyard and I just sit there and I just start playing. And remember, this is probably, so this is like back in like the, the late 2000s. So like I had a shitty flip phone. So I'm just playing like fucking snake or whatever this guy's <laughs> <laughs> and literally like like two seconds later he just and so and so i sit there and i'm like all right this is where you, this is where you know this either makes or breaks your, your getaway do you leave now or do you wait right and i was like you know what if i wait they're probably they're probably gonna i don't, gonna I don't feel like wait back. yeah, yeah they're, gonna, dude, they're gonna start looking they're gonna start looking so so as yeah. soon as he went by i was like you know what it went down he kept going i didn't see anybody down the down the road i left right and so i go back and i'm like you know what it's <laughs> you think in your mind they always return to the scene of the crime i go back on that fucking road thinking that that was like probably a smarter thing to do because like they were just on the road they're probably not going to be there again this fucker set up a goddamn checkpoint oh, right? no. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> shit so i go up there and so and so i was so lucky so they make me put down my window i put down my window. i was like hey how you doing officer what can i do for you <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why hello sir and, uh, good evening and he's just like he's like oh where are you going and i was like oh, just on my way home came back to my friend's house all right no problem go on your way i literally shit my <laughs> hold on hold on one more. actually one more one more yeah one yeah more one more story you're gonna like this <laughs> so so 
I was uh, so I was with my ex girlfriend. So it we ended were, in a good story. It yeah, ended yeah, in a good I note got, because you got I home. I got home, went to bed, and I told all my friends about it. Not <laughs> 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 in jail. <laughs> Actually, actually, we have a confession to make. These officers want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, you can come it's downstairs. Set up. <laughs> this is all an elaborate trap. <laughs> so let me tell you. So, so, so we're we're on a we're on a highway, and I don't know what we're doing. But uh, so as a kid, I didn't make the best decisions, and being in the Honda game, I got hassled by a lot of cops, right? And so they would shake me down for these stupid exhaust tickets or like, did you know that there's a law that your that your headlights have to be, I think it's like 22 inches above the above the ground. And like if your headlights are like 21 or 20, they'll give you a fucking ticket for that. I had no idea. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and, being, and being a 17, 18 year old kid that's working like, I don't know, 15 hours a week max at like a Target or something, I don't have $400 to pay like, like tickets and everything. So being a stupid naive kid, instead of telling my mom because she'll take away my license, um, or, or my keys. No, I, I, I just, uh, I did even worse. I ignored them. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I put you in jail. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and so I'm 18 and I have like like six, seven tickets, like unanswered tickets, like like the stupid bench warrants for not showing. And and yeah, and my oh license my got God. revoked at a point for like for like a year. My license got revoked for just not paying tickets. Right. right. And, and you know what's the most bullshit? I've only got, well, at that point, I had only gotten one speeding ticket, right? Mm. All those tickets were just like bullshit tickets, like, oh, no tint. Oh, your exhaust is too loud. Oh, your car, your headlights aren't high what? enough or whatever. <laughs> Bullshit tickets, you know? And um, and yeah, so those things rack up. So anyways, my license is revoked, but that's not going to stop me. So, <laughs> so I'm driving with my ex-girlfriend at the point and we're on this highway and uh, I'm probably going like maybe 75 or whatever. It's like, it's like a 55, um, but I'm not really like bull. I'm just, I'm just cruising. You know, people cruise at like 70 all the time. Right. And we pass this cop and I see him put on his brake lights cause he's about to go out and I'm like, Oh, fuck me because i know that if i get pulled over i'm going to jail <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm like turn the girl say get make sure your seatbelt's tight the wheel. <laughs> i tell her to grab the wheel she grabs the wheel right and so i'm like hold on i grab the the thing all the way to the back seat there is no one in the driver's seat at this point what? right and she's like what are you doing i'm like you need to go into the driver's seat right now oh shit and so she goes into she hops over and <laughs> I, so when you're pulling yourself over like from the other side she didn't push herself she fucking pulled on the steering wheel to get herself to like oh, oh no so she <laughs> the left lane goes God. all the way to the oh, right no. shoulder goes oh, all God. the way to the right shoulder oh, no. if the cop Finally wasn't gonna stop you before he's gonna and, stop and you now crazy is, what's crazy is the car is still the, the seat is still all the way in the back right yeah. so she's like this yeah yeah <laughs> stretched out trying to hold on to that yeah, steering wheel and so and so and so she uh so she stays she stays on the right on the on the right shoulder because she's like oh you know what the cop there anyway i'm just gonna pull over whatever and uh the cop the cop comes to the window and he is so confused right <laughs> because he looks in and he does a double take he's like wait what <laughs> and uh so <laughs> so he sees her the seat is a little bit further back or whatever he sees me in the pad he's like wait weren't you driving and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I can't drive. I mean, <laughs> my license. And, uh, and yeah, and so we ended up getting away with it. But he was so yeah. He's just he treated like he taught he, he treated it like a regular like a regular traffic stop. Didn't give her a ticket for speeding at all. Let her go, and uh, we continue it on our way. But yeah, that was that was that was a ride or die moment. Grab the wheel. <laughs> so now I know if ever I'm driving with Nando one day, and he goes. 
grab the wheel. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> things are going no, down. You're never driving with men. <laughs> <laughs> it, only, it only works with yeah. women. <laughs> Wait, those are those are those are some of my my craziest stories. <laughs> but on the mountain, it's all really well, like like not, I want to say chore because choreographed seems like yeah, it's kind of well choreographed where we know exactly what we're doing. We're all really comfortable with the road, so nothing really happens too much. It's all just like like fun in the moment. Like holy crap, that was really fast. Holy shit that was awesome but the the best stories for for car guys are the ones that you get away with with stupid stuff <laughs> i'm definitely gonna have to go on a drifting exposition Dude, with i want Lee. you to come on i want you to come on the mountain with us so the season's unfortunately over uh, yeah. Gonna... yeah with all the other daddies <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 seriously, the guys the guys that i hang out with I'm, I'm probably the youngest out of all of them i'm 30 years old and i'm the youngest out of all of them. some of them have kids some of them are you know well into their 40s or whatever they're responsible adults like like this one guy's like a geothermal engineer like like these are like regular people that just happen to have an addiction for just going fast and speed and pushing themselves to the 19th level to become a better driver and uh, <laughs> that 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 passion between us is really what what keeps the whole uh, winding spirit thing going. oh ha uh, there you go team winding spirit right there winding uh -huh. underscore spirit on Instagram shameless plug <laughs> no <laughs> you can plug whatever the hell you want dude <laughs> oh here one more uh, X just slide it uh, at Instagram we uh, go follow us man for the uh, dopest door to door content on the internet or something <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I, uh, Nana that we did today was again your passion I wanted to absorb some of that and one of the things that you like to do is go go-karting uh, and you told me about it you're so hyped up I didn't get a chance to do it the couple, first couple of times you've you've asked me to do it but I said you know what let's do it today as you know as we we went to the Autobahn over here uh, nearby and you gave us a quick some quick pointers me yeah, Pickle yeah, Vic and Jerome <laughs> he was just like stay full throttle the entire time he was like boys. slightly breaking the first curve <laughs> <laughs> full throttle <laughs> and that's what I was trying to do but the girl in front of me was so slow and I tried to pass her classic racers she was learning. Learning. You're learning. I try to pass her but she slowly moved in front of me and then I hit her and spun her out <laughs> it's never your fault man first thing first rule is a racer it's never your fault never. <laughs> so we did, did that it was the first time for I think the three of us here Jarrell uh, Picklevick and it was super fun dude Yo, yeah. oh my god afterwards was, you like feel energized it was it was like a rush yeah going through yeah, that yeah it was definitely walking away you're like wow that was that was cool that was exhilarating yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun we recorded really we recorded some of it took some pictures maybe I'll put it on the website one day <laughs> once I get my editing tool back up in line again uh, go-karting go-karting is awesome man I it, love go because you're so close to everything you're close to the ground you're close to the other racers it feels so personal you have this little thing that's maybe like 200 pounds yeah. you know what I mean that you're trying to like manhandle that's going like 60 miles an hour throwing it into <laughs> turns come on and you do uh, uh, you're part of a team there or a league or oh, something yeah the something. league the, uh, the Autobahn League so this or last year I think it was was their inaugural season so Monster Energy is investing or, or is in, in uh, you know they're, they're teaming up with Autobahn to do this uh, e-cart league and so out of all the Autobahns they have it in like divisionals and nationals and then uh, the, the fastest guys go to the the you know flagship store in Chicago and they race for a purse of $10,000 wow and the dude the dude that won two 2019 Ellis he actually competes at at mall where we just were and uh, that kid's fast man right now he's uh he's out in Sabring uh, Sabring Raceway doing uh these these Lucas uh, open wheel race cars like like it's legit this kid's probably I don't know like 15 16 years old it's legit open doors to him to becoming uh, potentially like a race car driver and that's wow. that's our dream dude like I'm still living that dream Grant I'm a 30 year old man but I'm still living that dream <laughs> I 
wish I could be a race car driver. Never <laughs> I never stopped dreaming. Yeah, there was a there was something that I read once where somebody had won like a video game Gran Turismo competition. Yeah, and he got to GT actually Academy. Yeah, yeah, they he got do that to all actually, the time. Yeah, join that. Try that out, man. Yeah. What did they win? I'm sorry. He got to actually race in a real sports car and a real like he's a legit race. sponsored racer now. He's really, a, he's a legitimate uh, driver. Yeah, and uh, they do the same thing with like uh, I know I know some guys in uh, like the F1 esports for uh, for like F1 2018 2019 like they're going to like like Formula Renault or or you know they're getting an opportunity to, to to race a race car and if they impress the right people dude that's it you got the foot in the door wow, wow. and uh, so in the league you enter tournaments how many of you how, how many of you won so how good are you so so one of the things that is blessing and a curse about being at those those karting things is that you're all technically on a on a level playing field because you guys are all racing in in similar carts quote unquote similar carts <laughs> and you're on the same exact track and there's nothing between you however there's a lot of things that come into play weight is a huge thing i'm not skinny by any stretch of the means but i'm not like like too heavy I'm, I'm a solid like 190 but when you're going up against you know 16 17 year old kids that are barely hitting puberty that are like maybe 150 pounds soaking oh. wet yeah dude in a, in a cart that fair. has like <laughs> like five horsepower they're gonna fly yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like come on so uh so yeah that that is one thing that is difficult but you know what there are like some really good drivers out there like uh like my boy O'Shane and my other guy Ariel out there uh shout out to you guys they are holding it down at that place as the fastest drivers and they are they're great man they're really 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 good fucking drivers man have a lot of respect for those guys you know but they weigh <laughs> <laughs> they're not 190 I'll tell you that I'll tell you that so you do the league at this autobahn here nearby yeah. is that your favorite track do you have a favorite track that you go to do, do you do you do you travel around the different tracks so so yeah so so me and me and my girlfriend what we what we uh did for a while um was travel around all up the uh the northeast to tracks in jersey connecticut pennsylvania and uh we try to put on the fast time like the fastest times of the week or the month whatever that that track has but i primarily go to the one around here because i'm like three minutes away and uh it's not the most fun track literally at, at our fastest we're doing a lap in 19 seconds and when you figure you're doing like a like a 12 14 lap race dude that goes by in like <laughs> like five minutes you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it, it's really quick there's a track that just opened up which is about 30 minutes away from here dude it's like three levels laser lights everywhere wow. brand new carts yeah <laughs> that is the place to be but i'm not gonna travel 30 minutes on a wednesday man <laughs> <laughs> You travel 30 minutes on a weekend with the rest of us. Yeah. That's what you do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When there's more time. Exactly. <laughs> so I was really happy that we did it. I had yeah, fun. You would, you told us about there were these two big turns that were there. And it's like, yes. don't worry, just once you hit those turns, then from there, you can just gun and keep the just pedal keep to matted. the metal. Keep it matted. I got hit hard, man. <laughs> I don't know. I got hit hard. To be fair, it is a hairpin. <laughs> it is a hairpin. You <laughs> The funny thing is, you warned me about it. And who was the first to peel out? It was me, man. I got... <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I completely you like just you were like no just touch the brake. That's it. Just, just nice like, and easy. And I hit. I touched the brake. I thought I touched the brake. And you hit I, a banana peel. And I just I just <laughs> went, and I just I just almost turned all the way oh around the face in the direction. I'm like fuck. Yeah, exactly man. what Nana told me not to do. I actually <laughs> goddamn did it. I was so mad at myself. And everybody had to slow down. You know. Oh, <laughs> you're that guy. Uh, <laughs> they waved the flag. <laughs> They put the sign up. Don't break. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it over, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seriously, I felt like a douche. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I did that. It I, happens I, I, to the best of us, man. It happens to the I best of us. I didn't flip my car. But then, <laughs> but then I was like, I was very self-conscious the rest of the time. So every time right. I came to those hairpin turns, I would put on that brake. Mm -hmm. And I'll mm -hmm. slow down a bit. But once I got halfway past that turn, I'll just gun it and I'll keep yeah. going. But then it got to that point where there was two cars in front of me. And I think somebody got into a car crash in front of me. They hit each other. So I had to hit that brake hard. Yeah. I hit that brake hard on the pin. Next thing I know, bam, I get hit from oh, behind, oh, man. I, it rattled me. It, 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 it hurt my teeth. Yeah. Like, I cannot Dude, have that, my jaw the, open. Because wow. you're literally just up against a flat back yeah, seat. That's like, yeah, that's, I, get, I get really upset when that happens. Like, yeah. like, no joke. Like, you can really give someone, like, God, it's so silly. But you can give someone whiplash, man. Like, yeah. That shit hurts, dude. It hurt. And I had this like, big, you know, oversized you helmet and everything and, and the sock. <laughs> I had, you know, the, the head sock and everything. But, man, yeah. I, it still hurt. Yeah, I rattled my jaw. Wow. And the, the guy, like, that's as he was in the waiver. You are at a dead stop getting hit by a 200 pound cart that's going 50 miles an hour. Yeah, it was. It was hard. I got slammed hard. And the guy kept on apologizing. Even after we parked and we got up and leaving, he just walked up to me. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Probably had a concussion himself. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that part because you know, I had passed you by that. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely, people heard it. Like, people yeah. were like, oh, <laughs> when I got. <laughs> everybody was. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Everybody, everybody's passing me at that point. They're free screwed. I was so, like, self conscious after I peeled out like that. I was like, I couldn't want to go fast anymore. Even, even for me, uh, racing at, at you know the level that we do in, in league i don't use the brake at all on that track because it's so small you're better off just you know letting off the letting off the uh, gas that's what quick. i was doing actually yeah, during that's that the best way. turn i just realized that oh if i just let off the gas yeah. i can make that yeah. without um slamming on the brakes out or something you know, yeah without <laughs> yeah because those things those things don't much. have suspension it's just solid so so if they get out underneath you you're lost you lost it you know completely so i have one more question for you and i thank you it. so much for being here man it, you seem so passionate about what you're doing and I it's do, just, man. and i've been absorbing all of it so this is fun <laughs> especially the autobahn thing this is thing. my world this is my world yeah. man. and i was glad to be a part of your world for what 19 seconds yeah <laughs> three 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 rounds what was it three laps you could, definitely see, you could definitely see where somebody can be like get really into it and get like kind of yeah. addicted to racing because yeah. it gives you that adrenaline that feeling like you want to get back and do it again like i have three i, I did the three-part package where you get like three races and the and i'm like we got it when i was first talking to nando about it, like how many are we gonna do it was like maybe one but i'm like eh, maybe one just to get the nerves out and then the second one you'll feel better yeah, and it was kind of true like the second definitely. one i actually was feeling a little bit better when i went back on that track again to try it again i still suck but <laughs> you were calmer about it <laughs> so i have one more question for you before and a couple of more things but yeah. one more question for you hmm. and i've always asked this question for all of my my guests here who is your favorite superhero and why Ooh. The Flash. <laughs> Flash got um, nothing on me. To be honest, I was always kind of a Batman guy. Oh, you're like a Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman has six stuff. <laughs> like, but, but one thing that, that really kind of drew me to him was, was that he's not really like any other superhero. I mean, granted, he's like some philanthropist. Like, he just don't. You know what I mean? He's got like buco buck. But, um, but no, he's not like a Superman. He's not like anything. He doesn't have a crazy superpower. He's doing it all based on, you know, obviously money, whatever. But, you know, off his skill and dedication and, and to his craft. And that's something that I, I you know, can relate to. Um, that's something that I, I try to live my life by all the time is... Not the Playboy part? No, that's just not. <laughs> Damn, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's like you don't you don't have to be you know some superhero to make an impact. You can be a regular guy and and do what you can to to, to the people around you. And uh, I don't know that that just spoke to me. And uh, I feel that if you if you do the best that you can in everything that you do, you leave an impact on people. And and people pick up on that. And uh, one of the main things for me is also uh, like like leading from the front. You know, be the change that you want to see. And I, I try to live my life by that all the time. You know, do as much as I can. Those are great. Those are great words. And now I must tell you why Wolverine oh. will kick the shit out of him. Oh, I'm sorry. Wolverine doesn't have a car. <laughs> Wolverine's my favorite superhero of all time. So anytime I've always asked the question of, for my guests, like, who's their favorite superhero? And then I tell them why Wolverine would kick their ass. <laughs> all right, let's hear this. Here we go. Here we go. For me, Wolverine has been more experienced in terms of fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, he has something, this animalistic kind of like rage behind him. For Batman, Batman is smart. I give him all the props in the world. He is the one of the greatest superheroes of all time, right? Yeah, but Wolverine, you can't beat him, man. He regenerates. Come he on. Regenerates. That's not even fair. <laughs> <laughs> Bat- what makes Batman good is not that he's a de- he's a great superhero. He's an even better detective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's a master detective. He's a master at, at analyzing things. Be honest. Getting in people's head, knowing who his enemy is, and then finding their weakness and honing in on them. That's how he wins. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how that, that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. If you're facing Wolverine, Wolverine is just so chaotic. Force. You know what I mean? You just don't know where it's coming. He's so unpredictable. Well, Wolverine's also really, really smart. I mean, he's been around, he's been in the game for years, fighting for years. He's been in so many different types of wars, combats. He's done so many different types of martial arts and everything. He's been trained by the best out there. So, yeah, I just think he's much cooler and he's more handsome. Oh, yeah. what? This this round peg won't fit in the square hole. Watch me! Watch me! <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. That's awesome. But, but like, getting back to the whole, to the whole, uh, to the whole car thing, it's, it's something that I can just lose myself in and, and express myself. One of the cool things about racing, um, when you're really in it, uh, whether it's racing or drifting, is you can really pick up on, on someone's, uh, like, like, I don't want to say behavior, but their, their personality behind the wheel. And it doesn't always meet, and it doesn't always, uh, align with the personality that, that you talk to, you know, even, even your, your, your best, your, your best of friends, they may have driving styles that, that don't really, you know, coincide with their, with their personality. So like my uh, prime example is my, my good friend, Brian, he's a guy like, like he's just out there and zany and everything. He's a really cool dude, but he's one of the smoothest fucking operators you can see behind the wheel, man. The, going behind him, it's, it's just, it's something to, to, to really witness. Um, another thing by contrast is, uh, is my friend, uh, my friend, Justin, and these are people that I, that I do the, the toge with and stuff. This guy is, is a really nice and, and cool guy. He's just, just nice, uh, down to earth, but behind the wheel, this guy's a fucking madman, man. He's a <laughs> lunatic. Like you think he's going off every single turn. Like the, like the, how quickly he turns the wheel, ha, ha, ha. like he's fighting it the entire time, but you don't, you don't expect that out of him. Like, like on a personality level, like he's the type of person that wouldn't harm a fly. He's kind really of calm. Yeah. <laughs> But behind the wheel, you would think he's like some evil villain that's like out for vengeance. Like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You know, but, but that's what, that's what I like is it's, you can always, you can always express yourself and there, there's styles and there's personalities. And, uh, that, that's one of the things that really draw me to, to racing. Oh, Nando. Thank you for coming. You've been an excellent guest. I'm Thank definitely you. gonna have to go drifting with you one day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Come on the toge as well if you wanted. Like, like, just go. Uh, you know, for for some mountain passes. You that, even know how to drift. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. I'll show him the ropes. I'll show him the ropes. <laughs> oh, I'll, off. <laughs> I'll drift to sleep. Dude, this was awesome. Thank you guys for having me. You had fun. Yeah, that's really yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. 100%. I definitely had fun. So, yeah. and would you come back? 
Hell yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. We'll play some I'll games. I'll bring some more Coquito. Help me. You know oh, what? Yes. 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 <laughs> you bring some more Coquito, you're definitely invited to come back anytime you freaking please. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> one thing I wanted to do before we go, actually, is I have one thing that I wanted to get a reaction from, especially these guys. Maybe you know, don't say anything. Oh, shit. But I wanted to, they don't know. <laughs> and really? I wanted, I, you probably do, but Jarrell uh, and Pickle Vic don't know. So I wanted to get their first reaction on the podcast and see how it goes. Uh, you ready? All yeah. right, go All for right, it. Hold on, I gotta take, I gotta take this off. Just be, be, be ready. Hold on a second. Oh shit! I am nervous. What is about to happen? He's no, standing up. I have to up. be by the microphone. What's going on? Recording. I just wanted to get there. He's towering over everything right now. Of this, I'm concerned why he has to stand. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I'm like, why is it? Oh god! Put is it your shirt back on? <laughs> so you got a tattoo? Whoa! I Look got at my that, first dude. ever tattoo oh about a month this ago. This is the first time I'm actually seeing it in hey, person, though. Put your shirt back on. That's dope. Dude, look at that. Wow. Dude, the what detail. Yeah, I can't even see it. Well, look at the fading. It's coming. It starts It starts around my shoulder, kind of like collarbone wow. area, and it comes down to about halfway. It's smudging. That's Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see a smudge. It's supposed to be like the sun. The it's like a phoenix. Over here is a lion to represent my son, who's a Leo. And over oh, here is a wow. Pisces symbol, like the two fishes in a circle. It's representing oh, uh, uh, Jen and, and Gracie, because they're Pisces. Cool. And I guess the phoenix is supposed to be like representing change. Right. That's pretty cool. That's awesome, that's man. Yeah, that's you're going to get the color in there? Still, you're still working on it? No, no, that's it. That's, that's it? Pretty, no. It's supposed to be like a Japanese tapestry. You know how they do it with oh, the, the Oh, shit, for real. Yeah. I see. Oh, shit. So it looks very chaotic, but if you really stare at it, you'll you be like, oh, that's the images. Find right. things, yeah. yeah. That's cool, so, man. That's dope. I got it about a month ago. <laughs> it was uh, eight hours yeah, and I heard you did it in one stint. Yeah, dude. I was wow. doing it in what a one fucking tank. Jeez. Yeah, eight hours. And you know how people say, you know, they tolerate the pain and everything. I'm gonna be honest with everybody in this room. That shit hurt like fucking hell. <laughs> like the first eight five hours. The first five hours. I was holding my ground. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. He's going Dude, through that's it. Still five hours. Bro. Yeah, and then towards the end of the five hours, I'm like, I can't. I don't know if I can do this. And the, my tattoo artist is like the guy I picked because I was researching him. He's really cool. He goes, uh, I can keep going if you want me to stop because we can try again another week whenever I'm free again. I'm like, dude, I can't wait. I just want to. Usually when I'm doing something, when I'm yeah. really eager and passionate about doing, get it. I'm all in. I gotta go all in. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. Let's finish it today. He goes, let's do this. We're done. This guy's nuts. <laughs> and it was another three hours, but that last three hours was killing me. Because especially around my collarbone, oh, when he was going around my collarbone, that feeling. shit You're just hurt. Thinking about it, just like oh. the <laughs> collarbone hurt, and like this Burning fleshy part towards flesh. the back area. <laughs> oh, that's probably ticklish too. Like, yeah, super sensitive back I wanted. There. there were times where I just wanted to break down and cry. Like I could not <laughs> hold. <laughs> the <laughs> you catch I, the tears. <laughs> I could not hold in that pain. I just wanted to see the first reaction from these guys because I because I know you knew about it. Now, I though. knew about it. I knew you never it. seen it. I, no, I hadn't seen it in person. Yeah, I but think, you I knew. Think Casey showed me a picture or something. I yeah, I showed it to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed it to her. I didn't take off my shirt like I did for you guys, but <laughs> I showed it. 
but I showed her some of it. Wait, we could have seen this without your shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even necessary? <laughs> he just wanted to strip. <laughs> I just wanted to show the guns, you know. Can but, I do a shameless plug? Can absolutely. Shameless? Plug whatever so, you want. So for me, uh, so my, my, Forza che- my Forza team, shout out to, to everybody. Shout out to, to Reeb. Uh, shout out to Zach. Shout out to, uh, to, to, to TJ. Shout out to, uh, to, to Ueno, CJ. CJ just had a baby. CJ just had a baby today. CJ and Robin. Congratulations. Happy now, birthday, Robin. He's Look now a father. But um, but no, he's he's a great guy. Um shout out shout out to everybody on the team, honestly. But uh but if you guys want to go follow us, it's uh it's uh, uh X just slide it um on Instagram. We are on Twitter, we are on YouTube, but uh, just search up Instagram's the best way. That's that's what we actually like, like just focus on. We put up we well, we tried to up until last month because we'd been we'd been competing for ages so now that we finally done with competitions for the for the winter we're kind of just taking a lull for uh from it but uh but dude daily daily uploads of just door-to-door tandems like like honestly one of the things that we really strive on is is perfect dan- uh, tandems we don't post it if it's not a, it's, if it's if it's not beautiful mm. you know and uh but yeah extra slide it check us out also winding underscore spirit that's the the toge team that's the irl team dude steve brian uh joe justin uh john dude john john's a race car driver we have a race car driver he's fucking awesome wow. dude shout out to all those fuckers man <laughs> those little ray ray because you know there's always a little ray ray yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to little ray ray baby <laughs> everybody has a little ray ray somewhere i gotta hold it down since the beginning <laughs> we got an evil ray ray on our side so <laughs> man, thank you thank you for that little excellent i am i am so happy you came had a great time i hope you had a great time i just want to say for everybody who's listening thank you for keep listening keep listening to us i'll have some more guests people who are passionate about stuff uh, thank you like comment subscribe to us insta uh, on the what, what do you call it? apple and any android platforms you find it there please comment please subscribe we see you we hear you we respond all right cool now this is the last part no no you oh, know okay. jerell yes should I mention the website? Yes, you should. So you can find us and all our content on nerdspork.com. Yes, I said nerdspork.com. Joel! Nerdspork.com! <laughs> you can find us. I want to get in on this. No, I- <laughs> Nerdspork, baby! <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do, brother? Go to Newt's Macho man Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Went off the rails really quick. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us there and uh, Instagram and, and Twitter is at NerdsFork. So I am one of your hosts. This is Al. Jerome, king of the world. <laughs> king of the world. Something like that. I don't know. Wait, close enough. Close enough. Promote yourself to king? Close enough. Pre- president. Uh, I had to call Kika. To call Kito. What? What? <laughs> President of the Royal Voice Ensemble, Jarrell Armstrong. All right. <laughs> Pickle Vic. And our special guest. Nando, your resident drifter. Yeah, the resident <laughs> drifter, Nando. Thank you, everybody. Give him a big hand for coming down today for our very special guest episode. Thank you, everybody. Continue listening. Everybody have fun, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. And cut. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs>